0: what up guys very aggressive the day today <laughs> this afternoon Afternoon. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Nick and manny's infinite podcast well i mean it's six thirty-six. it's not night yet evening you evening want is to, the you want me to start I, I... off like dracula you want me to just come up out of the podcast and go like good evening
1: i mean yeah would that be too much to ask a little bit to me afternoon becomes evening at 5 p.m that's my cutoff when afternoon becomes evening that's when people get off work that just seems like a natural transition point
0: mm, okay okay speaking of transitions nick's here guys
1: great transition i'm here everybody how we doing tonight
0: we are doing fabulous it's been how long has it been like three weeks uh, a let, month? let
1: me see Let me see, because I I, I, I put in the descriptions now the dates that we originally record these just just for posterity. Um, Look at the last episode, April 20th, 2022.
0: Hey, almost we we recorded on 420. Apparently.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. So that is a week away. May 20th is a week away.
0: Yeah. So three weeks. Yeah. But we did it.
1: I did it, guys. I finished school. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that.
0: I'm done with school. I no longer have to worry about the classes I was worried about. I no longer have to worry about my capstone. I have, I think like four classes that I need to do before we're completely done with school. I checked today. I have 117 credits out of 120 credits. And I looked at the credits that I still need, and I'm pretty sure I have all of them. I just need to meet with a advisor and make sure that I have all of them. But I passed all my classes, three A's, one pass, one B. Yeah, that's what I finished with. Three A's, one pass, one B.
1: I'm proud of you. You're one step closer. You're so
0: close now. I'm one step closer. I'm so close. Did I say cancer? I said I'm one step closer. <laughs> uh, I'm almost done. I graduate in December. I no longer have to worry about housing or paying for housing. I mean, I'll eventually have to pay back for housing because moving out and all that stuff. But for now, I can just relax and I don't have to worry about it. And that makes me very happy. Yeah. To me, it's a very beautiful thing. I, I never miss... have to go back to school.
1: <laughs> I miss summer breaks. Yeah, even though I've I've still days. had like like last summer I didn't get my job until the end of July, and summer 2020 was COVID, so I wasn't doing anything. So I've still like had summer breaks essentially every year. But actually, having them during school was great, especially like before college, because in college all those years felt like man, I'm wasting my summer. But before college, all all the summers just felt magical.
0: Yeah, no, I feel that. Jay, I'm still, I'm, I'm graduating at 21. That's not that young.
1: I was still 21 when I graduated because I have a summer yeah. birthday.
0: Yeah, and mine's the week after him. So I was still going to graduate at 21. If I had graduated at 20, right? Yes, what? if I had graduated, if I had graduated last week, then I would have been mm-hmm. really young. Yeah. But twenty one is fine. Um Edith says that she should be graduating December too. Now, Edith, hear me out. You and me our own mini winger kind at Disneyland in December to honor our graduations. I'm just saying.
1: Hmm. Just throwing that idea out there, huh?
0: Yeah. Me and Edith will have our own little meetup. Maybe we'll get Leah in there too.
1: Didn't didn't you have an idea to like a couple years down the line do a big meetup at uh at Disneyland with like you and everyone from over there, and also me. <laughs> Did I? I think you might have. Did I?
0: Did I? Did I? Did I?
1: Did I do? And I'll be there, like, hey, I know Manny. I've talked to you, the, everyone else like once or twice. Which will be exactly what will happen when mm-hmm. Edith graduate
0: when Edith meets the Wangers and everyone.
1: Yeah, that's why when Edith wanted to go to Warrington, I was like, you don't talk to us that much, Edith. Like, I feel like I'm the person from over there that you talk to the most, and we don't really talk that much. It's mostly just Manny.
0: I try to integrate Edith in there as much as possible. Yeah. Where it fits, of course. Yeah. Whereas
1: you didn't try and integrate me over there because you knew that wasn't my thing. No,
0: because you were going to have a miserable time. (laughs) Oh,
1: yes. I check from time to time. It's just way too active for me. I can't deal with all that activity.
0: Yes. (laughs) No, I, I, I only get you in there when I'm like, okay. This is something that either I'm doing that I want Nick to be there for, or something that he might get a kick out of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, no, it's a cesspool. We're very open about that. <laughs> I I told it to their faces yesterday. I'm like, the Discord is a cesspool. Uh
1: huh. Ours kind uh, of is at times, but
0: like in a good in a good way. Yes, I mean this morning would be considered a cesspool, but it was so funny.
1: I don't even remember. I know we talked a lot today. I don't remember what about moist oh that's right <laughs> we're...
0: <laughs> we were going through video games and we were changing each letter we were changing one word in each game to be yeah. the word moist the legend of so Zelda the... links moist Majora's moist yeah we I like had, those uh... if you
1: have if you have a name like a name with a uh, with a possessive in there that's perfect because you can say this person is moist I liked uh, the moist of us the moist of us yeah that was your best one
0: yeah, that was a good one. Harley had a couple uh, good ones, and
1: I can't remember them right now.
0: Need for Speed, Moist Wanted. That was a good yeah. one. Oh, Harley had that Moist Meat body. Boy.
1: <laughs>
0: moist Meat Boy, yep, that was a good one. It was
1: either that or Super Moist Boy. Either one is good.
0: Super Moist Boy. Yeah, one. <laughs> they're both good.
1: I'm just going to type Moist Moistcraft. in the Discord.
0: That's a good one. <laughs> Batman. Batman, sorry, not
1: Bateman. Bateman. No, Moist... Oh, Super Moist Maker. That was Harley's other one. That was good.
0: Yep. We had Call of Duty Moist Warfare. No, uh, Modern Moist 2. That was one that I did. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I did do Moist Warfare. God of Moist. That was in there. I
1: liked mine, which was Metroid Zero Moist.
0: Did I do Kingdom Moist or did I do Moist Hearts?
1: I think Kingdom Moist.
0: Uh, It better be Kingdom Moist.
1: Yes, it was Kingdom Moist.
0: So I did <laughs> Lego Star Wars The Moist Awakens. Mm-hmm. I liked that one. Yeah. Anyways, we, we had fun this morning. We that, did. That's what matters. Speaking of things that we had fun with, and while we're still on the topic of video games, guys, we I started a couple games. And by started a couple games, I mean I started one game. Um, I recently started playing Mass Effect. And that's been fun. I've been enjoying diving into a space RPG before the space RPG that I was excited for this year that got delayed. Sad. I'm so sad about that. <laughs> I, I'm i sad about that one. I was looking forward to... I was literally talking about it this week more than I usually would. And I think it was because I was playing Mass Effect. But... Um, no, I've been start- I started Mass Effect because the legendary edition is now on Game Pass. It's been on Game Pass for a couple months, but yeah. I didn't have something to where I felt I could actually play it well. Um, but my grandparents recently sent me an Xbox Series S, so I've been playing it on that and it's been really fun. And I've been playing some other games. I've been going back to like um I tried Fallout a little bit and I tried Skyrim because I know that those got 60 FPS. Mm-hmm. Enhancements, and I was like, Oh my god, what is this? (laughs) Are you the same game? It's so weird. And I've played I've played Skyrim at 60 before, and I'm like, what the heck? Why does this feel better? I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just that I'm used to playing games at like 60. So when I'm playing something at 30, when I'm like, Oh yeah, this should look like it's 30 FPS on a console, and then seeing it at 60, I'm like, whoa, Mm
1: -hmm. that's weird. Yeah, I was the same with those two games in particular, because I just know them running like they ran before. And 30 is not bad. Like, we, we dealt with 30 for a long time in most games, and it was totally fine for the most part. It's just what, the, like, what they had at the time, and that was fine. But playing them at 60 is like, oh, I feel like I've been playing everything in slow motion my entire life.
0: And I'm glad that more people are seeing that, because for the longest time, I've been a 60 FPS only, like, person... So, I've been complaining. I'm like, why is this thing running at 30 when these machines can run it at 60? Please just give me a 60 FPS option. So, now that more people are getting access to next-gen consoles or PCs when they can play things at 60, they're seeing how much of a difference it actually makes. Yeah. And why it is so important. So, uh, (coughs) I'm all for people experiencing 60 FPS and even 120, which I know the Xbox Series X and S can do. It's not perfect, but they can start to hit those frame rate targets. So, if you have a 120 FPS monitor or TV, then I'm sure you enjoy that. But 60 is beautiful. I love it. Please, games, stay with 60. I'm glad that LEGO Star Wars was in 60 finally. I mean, on PC, you could always do it at 60. But uh, for consoles, I'm glad that those were on 60. Yeah, console versions. I'm glad that those are now at 60 There are a couple other ones that I want to try out. I would like to see what the Tomb Raider games look like at 60 And with the Series S enhancements. But overall, I've been having... Oh, Smart... Not Smart Delivery. Uh, Quick Resume. Quick Resume is a feature that I was very happy to be using. Because I would just go between games. And I have ADHD brain, so I just like having different series... I, I like having different games open. I can just go to immediately and have it take a couple seconds to load in. Mm-hmm. I did that with Halo Infinite a lot, yep. of just jumping back into Halo.
1: Yeah, when I was going through the Infinite campaign, I would like pretty much just be in quick resume. Especially when I was going through it on Legendary, because I would be playing it like bit by bit, because if I play it for too long, I'd get frustrated. So I would just pop in and pop out, and then just be able to pop right back in. So that was nice, and that's just nice for any game. Although I have been playing some 360 games recently, which we can talk about in a little bit, but... When I try and quick resume them, the 360 infrastructure inside the uh, Series X acts a little weird. And it thinks I've been signed in on another console, so it will disconnect me from Xbox Live and I'll have to reconnect. So basically, I just end up having to close out the game and boot it back up, which is fine because games load freaky fast now on Series X, especially older games, obviously. So it's not that big of a deal, but it was something I noticed is a little, uh, little issue as far as quick resume went. As far as older games go. But didn't you have an issue with Mass Effect as far as that went too?
0: Mass Effect doesn't quick resume. Which I find really weird. I I mean, it doesn't have to be. Because I don't think Mass Effect ever got... It hasn't received a Series X or S enhancement at all. Yeah, it did. Whereas... No, it didn't. There is no... Like, there Hold is on. no Series S or X version of Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's running back compat of the Xbox One version.
1: I'm going to boot game. up my Xbox and test this out. Hold on. I swear you, to God no... it has the XS logo. I swear it to God. It
0: does not. Hold on. There is no uh, Series X or Series S enhanced version of the games other than backwards compatible, uh, f- backwards compatibility for them. He's booting it up right now, folks. In the meantime, Jay said, didn't Manny get his new console since the last pod? Yeah, because we recorded three weeks ago, (laughs) and I received my Series S last week. So that's always fun. But let's see. He is currently doing it. Let's see if it pops up in time and if he's going to see that I'm right and he's wrong. Manny is correct. Thank you, Harley. He doesn't listen, guys.
1: Oh, hold on. I see it. There's an XS right there. I will take a picture and send it to you.
0: But they never received a next-gen version of the games, is what I'm saying.
1: That's what that means.
0: No, they aren't released for next-gen. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. They have not been released for
1: next-gen. What do you mean? What's the difference? If they have the XS, that that means they've been optimized, which to me, counts.
0: Hmm. They are very different because getting an XS is very different than having a complete version for, um, your console. Because those are running back compat; they aren't running. Um, there isn't like an an official next gen version of the games. Is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but pretty much every game is like that because most people still have last gen hardware. Hmm.
0: It is also up to the developers, so if EA doesn't enable, uh, maybe not enable, but it is also up to the developer for them to say, hey, put in um, Quick Resume, because not all games have Quick Resume. Yeah, not a big majority EA, of them do. EA in general but but EA doesn't seem really to weird. do it,
1: because I was telling you, I play, uh, like, during football season, I played a lot of Madden. And the quick resume would work, kind of, but it would act really wonky when I quick resumed. Or sometimes it would just not work, and I'd have to restart the game. Mm-hmm. Usually it was that. So I think it's just an EA issue.
0: Yeah. The point being, it doesn't quick resume, which is fine so long as you save. Because there was one time where I'm like, oh no, I didn't save. But luckily for me, it was in like a, uh, a quick save spot. It saved. So I didn't lose anything. But just make sure that you're constantly saving after you do a quest or a mission or something of importance. But even then, I mean, loading back into the game is quick. So it's not a big issue in my opinion. Yeah. Other than that, have I been playing anything? I played some COD. I played some zombies because I realized that I have the DLC for Black Ops 1. So I played around a Call of the Dead. And that was fun. Mm, Some Overwatch 2. I did Slime Rancher in between our podcast and this one. But in general, it's been mostly focusing on school and now work. So when I do get to play something, it's usually Unite because they hound me to play Unite.
1: Mm -hmm. Which is fine because I enjoy the (laughs) game. You do enjoy that game. And I do. I, I do. I can't. I can't play it like you do, but I do enjoy it every now and then. popping Listen, in. If you think
0: I play it a lot, those people play it a lot. And by those people, I mean people over in front of the show, Max's server. Mm-hmm. Um, they are playing it all day, every day. <laughs> Anytime I go in there, they're like talking about playing that game. So I'm very happy for them. It's a fun game, yeah. and. My boy Blastoise got his Battle Pass skin this this season, and it looks awesome. I am a couple levels away from getting it. I'll most likely get it Monday. Yeah, Monday is when I'll probably be able to get it. But outside of that, what have you been playing, man?
1: Oh, you know. uh, Mostly it has been Xbox 360 games, two in particular. So the last couple weeks I have been working my way through GTA 4, which was my childhood GTA. I've i think i last played it probably six or seven years ago i think i uh yeah it would have been like five years ago because i the last save i had was a cloud save after it became backwards compatible in 2017 but i didn't get too far in it so this is my first playthrough and like full playthrough in quite a while and i love that game so much as a kid and i've been really enjoying going back through it again it's got the It's got a frame per, uh, uh, excuse me, an FPS boost on Series X, and it loads super fast. Like, I haven't done an actual side-by-side comparison, but there's, like, three or four pictures that it will, like, slowly slide through as it loads on the 360, like, just pieces of artwork like GTA does on their loading screens, and on Series X, it is one piece of art for about two seconds, and then you're loaded in. It is so much quicker, and it makes it a breeze to play through because that's always what killed me with like every gta game was the long loading screens so that's been nice the game in general it's a little clunky here and there but i still really enjoy it um i don't love the open world as much as say gta 5 there's not as much to do but i do like all the stuff that you do and i think it's the best written gta with the best characters so i'm enjoying going going back through that Uh, have you ever played that one
0: the only gta i've played is five
1: okay yeah, I've never talked to, with you about any of the other ones, so I didn't know what your experience with the series was. I wasn't
0: allowed to play GTA as a kid, so I That never makes sense.
1: Did.
0: And I've never really had a
1: desire to go back to them. One of my Just reminding you, one of my friends bought GTA V once he turned 17, and his parents still made him take it back. I'm like, he's 17. He, he legally went and bought it himself. Come on. And then he finally got it a couple years ago, and he's like, it's just okay. So that was sad. But with GTA V, I get it, but that's another discussion. The other game that I've been playing on 360 is a first-timer for me, which is Sonic Generations. I got this, I think it was free with gold maybe a year or two ago, and I've just been sitting on it ever since because I like the concept. And I finally installed it, I guess, last week or earlier this week, I don't remember. But I've been playing it here and there, and I think I'm actually most of the way through because I went and looked at howlongtobeat.com, and I think it's only like five hours to beat. So I think I'm pretty close to the end. And it is a total blast. I tried to stream it, I think, last night on Twitch, and uh, we had some classic Picasso because that game, excuse me, that game also has an FPS boost, and the whole gimmick is that you go really fast, which is when my computer struggles to stream. So that was, uh, I'm sure, very fun for all of you at home that watched the stream. But yeah, it's you can go back and forth between classic and modern Sonic, and the differences are really enjoyable. I like playing as modern Sonic because I can actually see in front of me. I don't. I've never liked playing classic Sonic games in that you don't actually see what's to your right, but you're supposed to roll really fast to the right. That always kind of bugged me. Um, you're supposed to like remember for the next time and pick up on everything. Yeah, again, go back to it. Yeah, but personally, I don't have the patience to play through the same level a thousand times to get it right. Uh, at least not if that's the whole gimmick of the game, which those early Sonic games it is. And I've dabbled a little bit in those older in those older games, but this is the first Sonic game that I will have ever completed once I beat it. And I'm having a total blast with it. I wish I'd played it a little sooner, because I've just been sitting on it for a while. And this is one I remember hearing about when the Series X came out, about how vastly improved it was. And this game looks like, I don't know if a current-gen game, but certainly an Xbox One era game to me. It looks beautiful. The art style is great and vibrant, and obviously with that performance, it it looks runs and feels like a modern game and i really appreciate that about it because i think that's a good thing about microsoft's backwards compatibility is that really even really old games like original xbox era games feel better to play than they ever have and that's that's the good side of backwards compatibility whereas other places they'll just directly port games to you and they'll lose something in the process It actively feels like Microsoft is making the best possible versions of older games, which is just great for preservation and great for the industry. I feel encouraged to play older games because I know I'll be playing the best version of them whenever I try and finally boot a game up, which I love. So I'm digging Sonic Generations. That's a big thumbs up for me.
0: No, I'm the same way. I did see... Sonic Generations, I uh, did see you like stream it, and when I looked at it, I'm like, oh, that's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, you had Picasso, so, you know, yeah. it wasn't the best of the quality, but even then, I was still like, oh, yeah, this looks good. Yeah, It, it looked good. It looks like a, you know, newer gen, newer gen game, mm-hmm. and I know that people say the same thing about um Red Dead 1. They're like, no, you put this into a new console, and it looks brand new. Or, like, you could still play it today, and it would be a very good looking game
1: yeah red dead one i'm curious to play eventually too because that that one probably since the last time i beat gta4 probably around the same time in terms of how long it's been since i played so a good six seven years since i fully played through that one so i i I definitely need to play through that one again because i love that game but yeah i mean yeah,
0: there's definitely a couple where i'm like ooh, i want to see the way that this looks obviously i did test skyrim and stuff but there are some others where i'm like all right eventually i'll boot up this one to see how it looks
1: uh, so, one other thing I'll talk about, I've been playing these 360 games, I've also been playing some original Xbox games on, the, on my actual 360 console with its backwards compatibility, so I've been playing Halo 1 and Halo 2. Uh, I don't think I've actually talked about that, I think it's been so long that I didn't actually say what my project was last time we recorded, but... I'm doing, I think
0: I made you say it.
1: I don't think you made me say it directly. Mm. I'm pretty sure I avoided okay. it until like a couple days before. Um anyway, I'm doing a video essay series on all the at least all the main Halo games. So one through four ODST Reach and uh, or sorry, one through five ODST Reach and Infinite. So that's at least eight games that I'm gonna go through. I went through Halo Combat Evolved. You can find that on the YouTube channel if you are at all curious. And I have p- played all the way through Halo 2, and I'm writing the script for that video right now. So my goal is to get it done by the end of the month. We'll see if that happens. But that is my goal. I worked on the script for that uh, some more earlier today. I am only through three missions of 13 in the campaign, and my word count is already basically half of what my last video was. So it's going to be a lot of recording, but I'm looking forward to it. And I just love playing through the Halo games. It's been probably only like a year since I played through all these games last, but that's been on Master Chief Collection, which is the only way I've played any of them for the last seven years since I got my Xbox One. Um... I couldn't even tell you the last time I played the original Xbox versions of these games. And I don't have an original Xbox, and so I played them on my 360. That was also so I could record footage. And yeah, playing stuff at 30 FPS, and usually lower, especially during uh, vehicle sections in Halo 1, it feels a little weird to go back to, because I've played these games more on Master Chief Collection now. That's what I'm used to, is playing them at the buttery smooth 60 FPS uh, with uh, Like, with the anniversary art styles in these two games' cases. So going back to them is interesting, and I'm still, if you watched my Halo 1 video, you saw that I'm, I definitely still enjoyed it, and I respect it a lot, even though it has a lot of limitations, and it had a lot of issues in its development. And we'll see, we'll see how I feel about Halo 2. I don't want to talk extensively about Halo 2, because that's what the video is for, but that's also what I've been playing. I've been going, going through the first couple Halos, and I will go through them all the way up until Infinite. I am terrified to see what the file sizes for the footage I capture is going to be. That That's one thing that very mm. much scares me as I get th- as I get through generations. I'm curious what the jump from Xbox to 360 will be, and then what Xbox One and Series X will be in terms of file and sizes. Series X is going to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to go through.
1: <laughs> I like Harley's comment. Man, he's going to start a new channel yeah, and do a too. Destiny retrospective.
0: <laughs> I am doing a retrospective on something. Mm. I've been working on it while I'm at work. Mm. I'm what, not afraid to talk be? about it. Oh, okay. Uh I'm going through season one of one of my favorite shows. The answer is da, 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 the Legend of Korra. Yeah, I'm going through season one of Legend of Korra. I'm watching that and I'm talking about the season as I go through the episodes and sort of doing an analysis. Of how it lives up, A, to Avatar, but B, just how it stands alone on itself. In honor of the show coming out 10 years ago um, last month, that's kind of wild. <laughs> when I think about that show, it doesn't feel like it's been 10 years, which I know everyone says, but this one really doesn't feel like it's been 10 years.
1: You want to talk about time?
0: Oh, we're going to talk about time. <laughs> Hold on. I want to talk about time when we get to Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm doing Chorus season one. I do already have a thumbnail for that, and I'm already yeah. at like sixteen hundred words or something like that. So I'm chugging along. You're no 1600? Teen Wolf. Yeah, about sixteen hundred. Okay. Uh, no, Harley says no Teen Wolf. I will get to Teen Wolf eventually. Listen, Nick's gonna do games. I'm gonna do movies, and I'm gonna do TV shows. That's how we're gonna do. It. I'm kidding. I'll That's also do those
1: eventually. Do. But yeah, games are what I. What I will enjoy doing more as far as this goes. More freedom with footage and stuff.
0: The original plan was to do Gears. I was going to go through the Gears games and do retrospectives for all of those. But I don't have a capture card and I Dad. don't want to just capture it from an Xbox stream because it doesn't look good.
1: Oh, man. The first time I tried to the first time I had the idea to do this was like three or four years ago. And I tried to just get, uh, you know how the Xbox has its capture thing? like the the recording and screenshot thing so i set it to do five minute clips and i was just like if i just keep pressing this every five minutes i'll eventually have all my footage and then i realized i had to go through one drive and get every single individual piece of five minute footage and i was like nope i give up so i gave up for three years and then i finally decided to do it because i finally have all the equipment i need to do it i have a capture card i have a microphone i have a computer for editing i have all all the uh, stuff that i need and thankfully, mm. the footage is going to look much better now because Halo One was not made for sixteen by nine; it was it was four by three. Nope. But Halo Two, 4x3. Halo Two, is full screen now, and obviously everything on the three sixty and later is going to be as well. So that makes it easier for me because I don't like yes, I, I don't like how the how the four by three footage looks when everything else is in is in sixteen by nine. So luckily, I don't have to worry about that anymore.
0: No, you do not. But I think that's it for games. I mean, I can give an update on the Avatar <laughs> TTRPG. The most cursed thing ever. Um, It exists. Are we sure? Yes. It, it, it exists. Um, They got delayed again. So that's another thing that I'm not receiving anytime soon. But we got images... And the books look pretty cool, if I do say so myself. I am excited by what I've seen. And I do have the game, technically. I have the PDFs for everything. But, oh, uh, man, I want, I want my physicals. I want my physicals. The books look awesome. That's what I can say. I'm about to just share the image. Yes, going to say,
1: I heard a lot of clicking over there.
0: Yeah, I'm about to go and share the image because it's really cool. Cool. Let me see. Can I just do this? No, I cannot. So let me do save image here while you're
1: doing doing that. Harley asked me for a Mega Man update. Uh, I played through one level of Mega Man and beat the first boss. That is my Mega Man update. It's enjoyable. I don't know when I'll get back to it because I'm playing a lot of Phoenix right now, which I could go into, but I won't. But I'm loving Phoenix, right? I will say that.
0: Boom, there's the avatar stuff. It's a low, you know, footage killer co- yeah. photo. I'll because see it in five seconds. Or so. But ah, I do love all those things that I will be getting. So, uh, to go into detail, I will be getting the three books on the left. So, I'll be getting well, I'll be I'm getting the Ang one right there where it has him and all the elements going around him. Then, I'm getting the book with the owl. I'm getting one of those dice bags, I think it's the not plother one. I'm getting that box of die, I'm getting that card deck, I'm getting all those books in the front, that map on the bottom, um, that Paisho tile right there, and I think those are the deluxe die, which I'm not getting, because they were $200, and I cannot justify upgrading my $200 purchase to a, to, how much did I pay for this? Did I pay $150? I might have, I don't know how much I paid for this. I paid some amount of money and I could not justify paying. It was either another hundred or another two hundred dollars. So I'm like, I'm okay with what I got. Because I think the dice are legitimately the only thing that I will not be getting. The deluxe die. But other than that, I'm getting all those things there. The book, there's a lot of books there because they're variants. So I'm getting the Aang one, which is just a different cover of the Korra and the Aang and Korra one. So that's going to be very fun to play once I eventually play it.
1: If it ever comes See, out.
0: Campaign. It will come out. I paid 100 bucks for mine. It was another 100 to get the deluxe die. Mm-hmm. And I think the die bag. So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to do that. Yeah, deluxe dice bag. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Okay. That makes sense. But that's it. I don't really have any other board games right now, so I'm sad. Very sad. I want to play a board game. I want to play. I want to play D and D, but it's remember, not gonna
1: happen. Remember when you got me tabletop sim and I never played it?
0: We should play. Tabletop we should do something with again. it at some point. I absolutely love tabletop sim.
1: It's your board it game is fix.
0: A game. It is my board game fix because I don't have people to play board games with here, so I have to play with. I have to play board games with people online, which is fine. I don't have an issue with that. We should have been playing King of Tokyo. Since we're doing a uh, a Godzilla episode today, we should mm-hmm. have been playing King of Tokyo.
1: I'm just enjoying watching you format this uh, thumbnail image. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Look at that. Th- look at that beautiful thumbnail. I spent like 20 minutes making that this afternoon, everybody.
0: Yeah, and I yelled at him, do this, do that, change this. Which I need. While I was at work.
1: Yes. The first one I sent him was a joke. And then he gave me it was about, a joke. Gave me about two paragraphs of uh, pointers on it. I'm like, it was a joke, bro.
0: Well, I liked it. I just, it needed to be better, to put it simply. It's bad, but it can not be better. Things are good, but they can be better.
1: We're not um, talking about that movie.
0: No, but we are going to start talking about movies. Guys, I have not seen a single thing in that amount of time. I mean, I saw Doctor Strange, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched The Lost City. There's not much to say about that. Um didn't watch anything else. I've been going through Nickelodeon shows and watching pilots to see if any of them have held up in any way, shape, or form. The answer is no. No. Um, uh there was one that i was watching what was i watching no none of them have held up i'll eventually get to zoe 101 but i kind of want to build up to that by watching a bunch of other shows so right now we've gone through true jackson vp we watched how to rock i watched the troop obviously i'm watching Cora right now i saw some of the nickelode nuts uh, i saw some of the reboot of iCarly. And I never finished it. um. So, yeah. I've just been watching a lot of TV mostly. Yeah? Yeah, because I'm watching How to Love. And that's on HBO. Not How to Love. Made, a, made, made for Love. Made for Love, That's yeah. the name of the show. Yes. I was going to say, I'm How to Love. You got any pointers on
1: that or anything? And no. No? <laughs>
0: so I've been watching Made for Love each week. Been watching Barry each week. And I think that's the only ones right now. Oh, Moon Knight ended... So Obi Wan starts in two weeks. Miss mm. Marvel starts in two weeks.
1: They start on the same day.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Why would they do that?
0: I think this is the first time since the launch of uh, Disney Plus where they've had two competing shows. And obviously, the two competing shows when Disney Plus launched were Mandalorian and High School Musical: and The Musical: The Series. And I'm not even joking. Those were the two shows that were getting the most views when Disney Plus launched. Now hold on, what about so The World According
1: I, to Jeff Goldblum?
0: I did watch The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I never I never saw season two.
1: I forgot I they it. made a season
0: it two. Was, I wanted more out of it. I was kind of disappointed. I mean, you're gonna get Jeff Goldblum doing his Goldblum stuff, but I don't know. I thought it would be better and it wasn't. Oh, The Imagineering Story. That's a good one on Disney Plus. I did like watching that one. And that talks about the parks and the creation of different rides and attractions, Epcot, Disney World, Disneyland—the differences between them, the drama that happened, the, the different CEOs that came in, and how they affected Disneyland—that was a fun one to watch. It's very interesting. It's very well done. I recommend that one.
1: Mm.
0: Documentaries—I feel like I was just watching a documentary. We talked about the hockey documentary. Yeah. um No. So I really haven't been watching a whole lot, guys. I'm sorry i've been watching some stuff
1: you we're gonna been. do a, we're gonna do a lightning round everything i've watched since the last recording on letterboxd i will give the name mm. whether i whether if i rewatched i'll note that it was a rewatch otherwise i will give the name and the rating and i will move on precisely lightning round all right bound four stars the matrix rewatch five stars the northman three and a half beyond the mat documentary i gave a heart rush hour two three stars Man mound the moon three and a half stars eternal sunshine four stars Jim and Andy the Great Beyond, A Heart, Swiss Army Man, three stars, Doctor Strange, three and a half stars, that was a rewatch, Multiverse of Madness, three and a half stars, Petit Maman, four stars, First Reformed, four and a half stars, Logan Lucky, four stars, Juno, four stars, and The Quick and the Dead, three and a half stars. That's me the last three weeks.
0: There you go. I'm very glad that you watched Juno. That's the one that stands out to me is finally he watched Juno.
1: It was always on the watch list. I knew it was like 90. 90- it was on the watch list. I knew it was list, like yeah. 96 minutes of just like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it one night. And I was in a hotel with nothing else to do. Looking at looking through, I think Hulu was the first website I it's went to. It's on Hulu, yeah. For another reason, the only time I watch movies on Hulu was when I'm in a hotel. I don't know why. <laughs> That's just how it ends <laughs> no, up. No, that makes sense. I don't know why. I do the but, same thing, kind of. Yeah. Uh, it was between that and Walk Hard, which I still want to watch soon because I've never seen that. Uh, but I went with Juno. Harleys is Bound Juno- is better than The Matrix. Bound is great, Harley, but I I can't roll with you on that one. The Matrix is just perfect to me, I think I will say that. Uh, mm. Bound is great. I was very happy with Bound. I'm glad I didn't have to give it a 3.5 because it was really I good, especially the word. Especially, uh, especially the last hour, I will say. It turns into a great thriller, but The Matrix is just The Matrix. I'm sorry. Mm. Actually, wait, no, that's my opinion. I'm not sorry.
0: Sorry, not sorry. Don't be
1: sorry for your opinions, folks. That's the moral of the story.
0: Unless you like Rise of Skywalker. In that case, be sorry. Yeah, Mercy. Be sorry. Sorry, Mercy. Calling you out. Why do you (laughs) like the Rise of Skywalker? Oh, Nick, you want to hear the worst opinion? Oh no. Uh someone ranked a new hope lower than everything else.
1: As in like below Clone Wars.
0: Let me let me read you what they uh what they posted today this is a very this sick was... individual folks i don't want to i don't want i'm not going to say who it was but they had revenge of the sith number one empire number two phantom menace number three attack of the clones number four and a new hope number five they're going through them in uh chronological order
1: oh, okay so you just mean below everything else so far so far yes. okay i thought you meant below literally every movie in the entire franchise which they still might no. do with how this is going. But
0: they said they said a new hope was boring.
1: <sighs> That's like what I thought as a ten year old. You got to grow out of that. I know. You got to grow up and you realize how fucking good that movie is. I'm sorry. It's so good.
0: <laughs> it's honestly, it's such a perfect example uh-huh. of the hero's journey. Yeah. It's just so good. It fires on every cylinder. Uh-huh. A lot of it is saved from the editing, which we all know. We we I think did we do a new hope commentary? no we no. didn't anyway we still have to do get to
1: a solo new... is our next one
0: solo and then rogue one when we uh-huh. get to a new hope we'll talk about how that movie was saved by the editing but yeah no that movie's fantastic yeah it's so good
1: i don't want to judge this person but all i will say is that i hope they get the help that they desperately need
0: oh me too quirky and violent is better than neo and trinity is what harley says
1: now I will agree with that to a point. I think Corky and Violet are better than Matrix One, Neo and Trinity, but that relationship between those two grows on me throughout the course of the series. As far as those like comparing them one to one, yes, I will say that's a better relationship. Even though they kind of abandon that relationship in the middle of the movie, they're kind of separate for the last half of the movie. They've got a great dynamic. Neo and Trinity, though, they just get better as they go, especially in Matrix Four. I love them in in uh, Matrix Four.
0: I anyway. have so much to add here. What? I said, I have so much to add here.
1: What do you mean? Oh, you're being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> that that was sarcasm, Nick. What, one last thing before we move on from this. Harley says Caesar, Caesar is greater than Smith. Look, I will say this. Where's Joey Pants been? Joey Pants just disappeared from movies and TV uh, for the most part. He was in so much good stuff in the, in the 90s and early 2000s. Where's he been? He was in Bad Boys for Life. But I haven't seen him in anything else in like the last 20 years we need We need Joey Pants back on our screens. This is all I'm saying
0: mm. okay okay so, okay you know I'm always more, I'm more of a Coba fan, but I mean Caesar's cool. Uh, yeah.
1: that's the best you had.
0: <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> you want me to say, hey, look, it's Caesar Sweener
1: that was a better addition uh. than you being like Coba question <laughs> mark <laughs>
0: Next 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 time we do a podcast, instead of Godzilla, we're gonna do Planet of the Apes, we're gonna be at Koba. <laughs> it would I kinda wanna just do a different like animal franchise for each thumbnail. Going forward. Just as a good like, bit. Here's Planet of the Apes. Here's where the wild things are. Here's Madagascar, <laughs> and just have random things uh that have nothing to do. I like the And then yet. eventually we'll get to Lion King and we'll just. I had nothing. We'll just get to Lion King one day. Oh, okay. I it. thought
1: my internet died.
0: <laughs> what?
1: He, he went I silent died. and I'm no. like, did my internet die?
0: I was literally like pantomiming, like, and then like showing as if there was something behind me. I can't see. I was you. doing that point, you point. This? I know. Yes. <laughs> I do this all the time, where I'll I'll talk as if someone's there. I talk to the audience. I don't know if you do this. I talk to the audience.
1: When I talk to there, you.
0: When they aren't there, I will talk to the audience and I will look at the camera.
1: I don't. I just I do. stare off into space and make sure my mouth is pointed toward the microphone.
0: I need help. You need help? No, I mean like no, I mean when we aren't recording. I, I talk to the camera and like the audience <laughs> as if someone's there.
1: He's like Jim from The Office, except he actually talks. He doesn't just look into the camera.
0: Yeah, it's a very good observation. Speaking of observations, guys, we saw Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange 2 last week. Two, I don't know last what observation week? Yeah, it was last to do week. with okay. any of that. It was last week, yeah.
1: See, watching, watching the first one for the commentary, we only did it like two days before, but it feels like a month ago in my head.
0: To me, it feels like two days before. But that,
1: that feels way for time you.
0: works differently for everyone.
1: Yeah, it's construct, right?
0: Speaking of time, guys, Doctor Strange one is actually really cool. I still like Doctor Strange. 1, it's solid, and it, it's a very solid movie. It's by no means my favorite or one of like my best, you know, Marvel movies. But it's solid and it's good. And I don't know why people hate it. I mean, I kind of get why people hate it, but at the same time, I don't. But Doctor Strange two, on the other hand is such a weird reaction because <laughs> you have people that absolutely love it and you have people that absolutely hate it for one reason or another and where do we fall on it well let's start off with a story guys so now, so last thursday you know we're getting ready to see dr strange i'll start with my theater experience so before you know we go see the movie I'm, I'm my friend picks me up because i don't have a car currently and i didn't have a car at that time but We he picks me up. I'm trying to finish this like six page paper that I have to turn in, which I got an 8.5 out of nine points. What, what? Um, but I'm trying to finish that paper, right? So we go over to his house, we play Switch Sports, which we didn't talk about. Uh, but Switch Sports, I like it, it's fun. Anyway, we go over to his house, we're kind of like worried that one of us isn't going to be able to make it on time. We get to the theater, the lines are long because we got there, the show starts quote unquote, at 710, we got there at 709, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: like, Ugh, I hate when this happens. Anyways, I order my stuff and I order four people. I'm like, all right, he's going to have the nachos. He's going to have the jalapenos on the side. He's going to have a popcorn. She's going to have a pretzel. She's going to have a pretzel. He's going to have popcorn. I'm going to have popcorn. Can I get a large cherry icy? And He's going to get a cherry icing as well. Like I order for everyone.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I've done that for my friends. And my friends have done that for me
0: yeah but so we do that i get my stuff and i'm like all right peace i'm gonna go wait inside and text you guys when it's about to start so we're waiting uh the movie starts and they show up maybe like a minute after like they didn't miss anything really Uh. jesus christ watch the movie what
1: (laughs) that that one made some noises i've never heard before No, that, that, that one was like a pretty normal one. It might have been some distortion from Discord, like cutting you off and cutting you back in, but that was the weirdest sound I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> no, that, that that one felt like a pretty normal. It
1: sounded one. like Willem Defoe's Green Goblin and, and Emperor Palpatine had a baby, and it was a burp. That's what it sounded like oh, to Lord. me.
0: Jesus Christ! Um, Anyways, watch the movie, and I come out of it thinking, "Hey, that was really fun. I enjoy the movie. I, I." get some people's criticisms, but there's one major thing that I just do not agree with at all because of past precedent. But overall, I think it was fun. I liked the direction. I liked camera movement. There were some there were great editing choices in there that people are making fun of on Twitter, which means that they don't know editing or movies, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um... Obviously, it was never going to be a horror movie and Twitter is blowing that out of proportion. Some people saying like, oh, this should have been rated R. Don't agree with that at all. It was a very it was a pretty normal PG-13. I don't see why people were having a big hoopla. There, There is some fun horror stuff. Like I like what Sam Raimi was able to do. Obviously, he wasn't going to be able to do everything because he's playing inside the MCU. But I think he brought enough to say, hey, this is cool. This is different. And it stood out amongst the rest, in my opinion. Definitely of the last movies that have come out, it's by far the most distinct. There's no way around that. The last, what is it, four movies, right? Black Widow, Eternals, Spider-Man, Shang-Chi. Those have been the last four.
1: Yeah, post-Endgame.
0: Yes, of the last four, this one has stood out the most, in my opinion. Uh, There is something that harkens back to what no way home did but it's done worse here but i also feel like it was a studio mandate which we'll get to in the spoiler section but for now i enjoy it i'd watch it again i'd go see this in 3d i'm not going to but <laughs> i would but that's it for me
1: oh i guess it's my turn then so is my theater turn. experience is not really as interesting but i'm gonna recount it anyway So I went to a theater that I have gone to a couple times, but it's not my usual theater. It's a little further away from home for me, uh, from where I currently live, but it will be the theater that's about a five-minute walk from where I'm about to move to in a couple months. So it worked out that the, the best available time for me was at this theater, so I went there, parked in the parking garage, and I had to go, like, three floors up to find a spot, which was not ideal. But it worked out. I was by myself. I got inside, sat down right when the trailer started. It was a, I thought there might have been a bad omen because I went to get my icy, and they were refilling the cherry and it was going to take a few minutes and I didn't have that much time so I had to get a Coke IC instead and I felt all gross doing it because I betrayed my one true love, the cherry icy, but I had the Coke one and it was fine. It took like it's a, it's a solid backup if you're in a situation like that where they don't have the clear obvious choice in the cherry IC um, but I sat down right when the trailer started I, I don't remember what all the trailers were i remember the last one which was for avatar the way of water and i'm sick of the bit so i'm not going to do the bit anymore but i think the footage looks really good like visually it looks astounding like you would hope it would the movie from 13 years ago still looks fantastic so you would hope the one 13 years later does too i'm very curious to see how far they push things technically in that movie and i wish I could have seen that footage in 3d because i still haven't seen the original avatar in 3d i missed it in theaters so I wish I could have seen this version in 3D, but I will I will see Way of Water in 3D. Hopefully, at the end of this year, they had that release date in the trailer, so they can't delay it now, right? Um, <laughs> they still can. I know. But yeah, so as far as the movie went, I was I'd gone in for the last few months thinking, like there'll be some moments of style and flair that Sam Raimi will be able to put in there and I like his style generally I like the Spider-Man trilogy I like Evil Dead and Quick and the Dead which I just watched last night I love the style of that movie as well um so I like Sam Raimi's style Uh, he has a good eye for visuals he has he knows what he's doing behind the camera he knows camera movement and everything like that and I was put somewhat at ease from the very very opening scene where we had some camera movement and some rack focusing back and forth between the two characters in the opening sequence so I was like okay we're in some good hands and I was puzzling surprised at how much style he was able to infuse the movie with throughout I think a lot of it particularly the first 45 minutes uh, I would actually say Give or take, up until maybe even the third act, a lot of it still does look like standard MCU. Um, the third act is when he gets to have a little bit more fun as far as the visuals and the uh, iconography go. But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised at how much of his style was able to be infused in the movie. It's not like oh, it's definitely not a horror movie. It definitely doesn't deserve to be rated R. Um, and I think anyone who's saying that just needs to watch more movies. And I'm surprised at how many adults have been saying that because like you know you can watch R-rated movies to get a reference point. You know you have the option. Um, but yeah, I was surprised as pleasantly surprised as far as all that went. Um, I did know some stuff that was going to happen beforehand, which you did as well, which we'll talk about. Um, but I didn't really walk in with any particular expectations. Like I liked the first one, but Doctor Strange isn't a character that I really care about. I've never cared about Wanda as a character, who she's kind of the number two character of the movie. I didn't watch WandaVision, uh, which probably helps inform some of my perspective as we get into this movie further um so nothing that I was necessarily excited for but I walked out having an enjoyable time I think it did some enjoyable stuff with the characters um it gave him a bit more of an arc like it has a clear through line with him um I think it did one character a disservice which we can get into um but all in all I had a fun time with it I will have no problem rewatching this one eventually. I'm not going to buy it on Blu-ray probably, but maybe I will if it's cheap. But yeah, this is the most I've enjoyed an MCU thing since, Endgame, since of, Endgame. of the stuff I've seen. Um, not that that's a high bar to clear, but yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think I, s- <laughs> I had a more enjoyable time with Spider-Man, but I like this movie more.
1: This is a better movie to me.
0: Yes, that, that's what I'm getting at. Because I think the first... I like Spider-Man for nostalgic reasons. I like this one for filmmaking reasons. And that's yeah. how I differentiate the two.
1: I which is it's... perfectly fine. I'm very honest about my bias. I think the first so. 45 minutes of No Way Home are kind of terrible. The parts that are actually sequel to Far From Home, which is a movie I don't like, that stuff's terrible to me. But I mm. had an overall enjoyable time with the rest of the movie.
0: Yeah. But now we're gonna get into spoilers because there's pretty we can't really talk about our issues or anything without getting into spoilers this isn't one that you can just dance around sadly even though there isn't a whole lot
1: yeah it doesn't really feel like one of those movies surprise. where it's like where like the spoilers don't seem big enough that I don't know it's 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 weird. by
0: far it's it's character spoilers not surprise spoilers which I'm yeah. glad I'm very glad about
1: there are um, some surprise but,
0: spoilers but which we'll get to immediately because okay. we have a very funny story about that. Um it's funny and tragic, but I I recommend it. I think Nick's probably like if you get a cheap seat or a matinee, go watch it.
1: I don't I don't care. If you want to see exactly. it, you probably saw it by now is my immediate gut reaction. It's been out for a week now. Um but yeah, if you have nothing else to see and If these movies aren't usually your thing, I think you might have an enjoyable time with this. That's the interesting thing. I think if these movies aren't usually your thing, you'll enjoy this more. If these movies are your thing, you'll enjoy this less.
0: Interesting. There's a lot of different perspectives about this. But guys, we're about to go into spoilers. So, three, two, one. Spoilers. Nikki, spoil John Krasinski in this movie for everyone in the Discord (laughs)
1: On accident, let's be clear. That's
0: so, yes, on accident, because I had seen that morning the whole John Krasinski is in the movie um, leak that had happened, where they had leaked images from the movie showing John Krasinski and Black Bull in the movie, which were two that we didn't know were in it, but Nick did not see that. So Nick decided the same day when leaks had happened, which he didn't know about, Mm -hmm. he he unassumingly posted a photo of John Krasinski that said, uh, it was like one of the photoshops and it said something yeah. along the lines of, man, this photoshop really just
1: did a whole lot for the world, right? <laughs> yeah, I, something like, I, I can never I forgive this photoshop f- for what it did to the world, something like that.
0: Exactly. So I'm kind of like, Nick, you have a brain. You know, Multiverse of Madness is coming out in a week, um... You kind of might not want to share that when there's wording that says, I will never forgive this Photoshop for what it did to the world. So he posts it, and I was in the position of, oh, fuck. Do I I take it down, and people are like, oh, I guess that's a thing now, and show that it was a spoiler? (laughs) Do I leave it up and try to play it off like it was nothing? Do I tell Nick, hey, this is a spoiler, and ruin that for him? Even though he doesn't care, but...
1: And I was in I the position. Was like, I was in the position of, oh shit! I have to get back to work now. So I was away for like an hour <laughs> immediately after posting that.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to kill Nick when he posted that because I'm like, oh my god! Of course he did this. Of course he'd be the one to, to do this. Mm-hmm. Um. So <laughs> he ended up spoiling it for our Discord. Uh-huh. So my and thought I feel process. Very yeah, yeah. Sorry for them.
1: Yeah, my thought process was like. Whether it happens in this movie or not, it was absolutely going to happen. Like, uh, there was no doubt in my mind that it was going to be this guy in this role. So, yeah, Harley says it. Marvel did something based on the internet deciding what should happen with characters? No. They did, yeah, they did exactly that. Like, I knew. This I was, mean, up, st- I knew this up until this point, do. they really haven't done something like that this one i was absolutely sure about he was a bit he's a big star he's still relevant you know he's he did the quiet place movies it's a bad choice movies but well yeah it's a bad choice this is
0: what happens whenever anything with disney bends to the internet is they make worse choices overall um anyways continue with what
1: you were saying it to me it's like it seemed obvious i've been definitely of the assumption that it was going to be him in this role probably emily blunt as invisible woman like i expected this and i've been figuring this for the couple years at least that that theory has been going around I didn't know at the time that he was in this movie and that and that hit that it had actually been leaked already I was just like yeah this is definitely gonna happen and I'm annoyed because I've never particularly cared for him and I didn't expect he'd be good in this particular role so I was just like yeah I just thought it was funny I didn't think I didn't think anything else about it I wasn't even thinking about the fact that there was a movie coming out four days later it literally did not cross my mind at that particular moment
0: yeah, I obviously, don't... like, we, we're joking about yeah. Nick ruining it. for. I mean, he did ruin it for Ramon, which I'm very sad about. <laughs> I texted Ramon about it. He's like, I said, so did the did the Krasinski? He's like, no, because Nick spoiled it on Sunday. I'm like, I'm so sorry about that. He didn't mean to do it, guys. It was a mistake. He was, it was oblivious. He wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. It does just kind of suck. <laughs> it does suck, though. And so, f- obviously, the- I'm not mad at you but it is one of those things that of of course it would happen to Uh Nick and he'd be the person to do it
1: and the funniest part is how ultimately inconsequential he is
0: yeah because the Illuminati dies immediately and I absolutely love that
1: good this is where I'm going to be myself but like who fucking cares (laughs) like I I know people like these characters but like who cares it's it's the fucking multiverse these versions of these characters do not matter whatsoever we will get different versions of of at least john krasinski i don't know john krasinski but at least mr fantastic i think they'll still keep him on but like we will get different versions of these characters these are not the versions that you're supposed to care about that's by design because they were going to do it this way like i don't i don't see what necessarily the big deal about it is
0: i don't see the big deal either i'm like okay cool I don't care. <laughs> they're a multi-verse version of the Illuminati. Illuminati, Illuminati, And plus, the Illuminati is always a bunch of just arrogant shitheads that think that they're smarter than everyone, and they usually make things worse for everyone. So I'm like, this is kind of how it was meant to go, regardless. I mean, they shipped Hulk off into another planet, and that's how we got Planet Hulk. Hmm. So, I mean, I'm just saying. But yeah, at the same time, I'm like, you guys had an entire season of Hayley Atwell playing Peggy Carter, Captain Carter. Maria Rambeau is dead, so it's her daughter Monica. Uh, Inhumans, you guys think that Marvel's going to bring back the Inhumans? Really? That that was one that I liked because I'm like, okay, at least they're acknowledging a that actor played him, and I'm glad that he did come back for that role because he was good. I mean, in the show for what he did, but and yeah. then. Professor X coming back, I could not care less. When they were like, when everyone, when the trailer came out, and they're like, oh my god, is that Professor X? I'm like, I could not care less. I do not
1: care. Yeah, exactly.
0: I I would be
1: fine with no X-Men for the next 20 years.
0: We'll get X-Men in the next two or three years. Uh,
1: Oh, I know. I say I'd be fine if we didn't. It's like, I've had I don't even know how many movies of those characters. Like, obviously, there'll be a bit... Six, ten, yeah, 11. something like that, yeah, eleven. I was gonna get, I was gonna say twelve,
0: uh, thirteen, thirteen with the two Deadpool. Those movies. don't count. Um,
1: so then eleven, yeah. But like, I've had my fill. Even though they're probably gonna recast most, if not all, of these roles, I've had my fill. I don't need more of these characters. You'll get more baseline competency just because of the way Marvel's run than with Fox, who doesn't know what who didn't know what they were doing with those with those characters from movie to movie. But it's not gonna be compelling to me i'm not gonna care because i've had my fill of all these characters and they're still some of them are going to be in a huge shadow of the people who came before so i just have Mm -hmm. no desire to see those characters come back even though they will fantastic four i guess conceptually i'd be more interested in because it's never been done well but i also we can talk about how bad john John krasinski is in this role oh he's terrible if he's mr fantastic then i'm definitely not interested it was bad it was so bad. <laughs> I mean, like it to be fair terrible. to him to be fair to him, he had the most basic expository dialogue, and that was his entire performance. He was there for exposition, and that was it in terms of sure, in terms of of his actual dialogue. but like whether it's the script or if it's him or if it's a little bit of everything, there was no life whatsoever to that character. There was no personality yeah, to him whatsoever. And if people will say, oh, that's how Mr. Fantastic supposed to be, he's the smartest man alive. That's a boring character to me if he has zero personality and he's the leader of your, of your franchise. I'm sorry.
0: It's not that he doesn't have personality because he does have personality. It's that they've never been able to capture it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, now that... What's his name? Watts? John Watts? I was going to say Tom Watts. Now that John Watts isn't <laughs> directing it anymore... I'm like, all right, who are we gonna get to do this? I hope it's not Peyton Reed. Um,
1: it, it's gonna be a safe. If choice.
0: I weren't, it's gonna be a safe choice regardless. But I would say get Brad Bird in there, even though I don't think he'd play well with Marvel. But I'd be interested to see how he would do it because he gave us the best Fantastic Four movie over 20 years ago, and it's called The Incredibles.
1: It was 18 years ago.
0: 18 years ago, and it's called The Incredibles. <laughs>
1: And he gave us a um, sequel four years ago, which was okay. It's good. I,
0: I mean, I think it's solid. Everyone that hates it, I'm like, I don't get the hate. But I don't hate I mean, it. I just don't like it as much it. as the first one. Yeah. I yeah, no, that's fine. I don't think about Finding Dory.
1: I'd rather watch Finding Dory again, but I've seen them both once.
0: Nah, I'm an incre- I mean, but to be fair, I have a way deeper love for Incredibles than Finding Nemo. Even though I love Finding Nemo, I have it right there. I'm looking at it. Um, But anyways, get Brad Bird to do Fantastic Four is my thing. Um, No, I was fine with them killing everyone off. And the way that they did it was cool, in my opinion. I'm like, all right, blow up Black Bolt's head. That's cool. Her destroying Mr. Fantastic by putting him through a Play-Doh machine. All right. Cutting Cutting Captain Carter in half. Wow. Alliteration, guys. There you go. Cutting Captain Carter in half with a shield. I'm like cool obviously we couldn't see the bottom half or the extensive blood Mm -hmm. but it'd be cool um but yeah in general i liked what they did with the illuminati because i'm like oh this feels forced to have them in here and then sam was like all right let's kill them all and i'm like
1: yes baby yes i I will mention one thing that i found interesting was that we got this version of uh mordo but we never actually see him again in our main
0: earth we never see oh and i will get to that in a little the main earth thing i'll get to it right after this point i just found it interesting yeah we don't know we don't know what's up with our version of mordo
1: yeah because they like they say like that he's been trying to kill strange for years however however long it's been since between the first movie and when everybody died and between when everyone when everyone came back and now, like, it's been years and years and years, and he apparently just decides to not be involved in this particular event. That seems bizarre to me.
0: Yeah, I want to know where Mordo is. That's one of those plot lines that's just been hanging for six years. Yeah, it's just been dangling,
1: that. and they didn't actually progress it at all. No, not not the time. I mean, he
0: was he he was fine in the like he was good in the role in this movie. I yeah. liked him sort of joking with him at the beginning and then still being the same deceiver and stuff. Uh, there, I like when he was like my brother, and he brings him in. He's like, okay, this is a different one, mm-hmm. and just seeing that relationship before he drugs him. But yeah, we never see what's happening with our Mordo, but going back to the Earth thing, this is something that's really minuscule, but pissed me off when I watched it in the theater, okay, so they talk about the multiverse, okay, they're talking about how, oh, you're from Earth whatever, you're from Earth whatever, right, so they say your Earth is 616, but it's not, because 616 is the comic universe, and when they said Earth 616, I'm like, the fuck it is, no, this is Earth 19999. That is the MCU Earth according to the wiki before this movie came out. That is what they had canonized this earth to be, because it is different from the comics, and the implication was that the comics take place in a different universe. Which makes sense because in this movie we see them go through the multiverse and we see them go through like a noir verse, in a paint verse. There's a there's an animated one, and I think we go into a comic one at some point, and then Whatever, it goes into a different one. Not that it matters because they're the multiverse. But the fact that they said this is Earth 616 really pissed me off for some reason. And it's so minuscule and specific, and I don't like that they did it for some reason. It just makes me mad.
1: Uh, I I didn't know until right now that apparently there are no beaches in Arizona, folks. That's what that rant wow. taught Wow. I'm sorry, that was a cheap wow.
0: shot. It's... It's... It doesn't mean anything. No, it's just such a it's just things. such a minor it's thing. Just such a minor thing that I pay attention to because, like, the video games have their own universe. That, like, the uh, Spider Man and Spider Man Miles Morales and the Wolverine game take place in a different Earth. That's its own video game universe that mm-hmm. happens there. So I'm like, okay, so if we're keeping up with all these, just call it Earth One Nine 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 Nine. It's it's so simple. Just keep it away from saying 616. I'm just... It's such a minuscule, pedantic thing that doesn't matter to the movie, but it took me out immediately. And it's something that a lot of, well, I'm assuming hardcore fans... And I'm not even that much of a hardcore fan, but I know that it's not 616, and that pissed me off, and it made me mad for the rest of the movie. But speaking of things that make people mad during the movie people didn't like wanda's characterization in the movie
1: they didn't i just didn't care either way because i didn't i didn't watch that whole tv show that was supposed to characterize her because i didn't care about her beforehand and i watched one episode of that show and i just wasn't interested so i never watched it so watching this movie i'm like okay i was like ready to roll with whatever they did because it's never a character that i've had any affinity for whatsoever so when they mm-hmm. did what they did, I'm like, okay, this is what they're doing. And I had no opinion on it either way.
0: Yeah, I I liked it. This was the version of Wanda that I've been waiting to see. And I know that some other people have the same opinion of, we were waiting for full-blown evil Wanda Scarlet Witch to show up. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, but it doesn't make sense with her character. She started off with a villain. She willingly joined Hydra. Then she joined Ultron. She was the reason why Civil War happened. Um, She lost her husband, and because of that, she created an entire uh, fake reality where she enslaved an entire town of people and then dipped out of there and never said, oh, I'm sorry, to any of the people there and never has addressed it again. And Doctor Strange literally comes in and says, I'm not here about Westview. Uh, Seemingly going to give her another just layover and say, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, And then literally the end of the show, we see her with the evil Darkhold. And we hear her kids say mom. So I assumed, okay, she couldn't live without her kids. And she is now going to search for her kids in the new movie. And that's exactly what we got. It made perfect sense to me. I, 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 don't, I don't know, know what to
1: add there. To me,
0: it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, didn't me, bother me. To me, me. it I was the storyline be... that I thought I was going to get.
1: Yeah. Didn't bother me, I thought people would be mad about it when I saw it, because I'm like, I'm sure this is not in line with what they think WandaVision was. Which I didn't I didn't really follow, so I didn't really know exactly what happened. So again, I was just rolling with it. okay, Because I didn't care. Because I didn't care about most of the people in this movie going in.
0: The issue I can agree with is that it feels like a retread of what WandaVision is. And I'm like, okay. But at the same time, it was cool, and I don't care. It, this just kind of felt like a natural progression for her character. She always has a cycle of, okay, I start bad, then I do something good. Then something bad happens again, and I turn mad and evil, and then I do something good. And it's just been repeating like that since her introduction back with Avengers Age of Ultron. I I don't know. To me, it made sense. I didn't really have an issue with it. I think they do cool stuff with her. Ugh. The mirror battle is cool when she starts coming through puddles and mirrors and she starts attacking all of them through there. Seeing her full power set, that was also pretty cool. I think Elizabeth Olsen was good in the role. I don't know. I know why people are upset, but at the same time, I'm like, really? Really? But it is what it is. Let's talk about Wong. My boy Wong keeps showing up in these movies for like 20 minutes. And getting that Marvel paycheck.
1: Mm-hmm. Good for Benedict One. I'm happy for him. He's, good al- for he's Wong. He, he makes everything, every movie he's in, every every one of these movies he makes better.
0: Movies and shows, because if you ever saw Deadly Class, I believe he was the teacher in there and he was good there.
1: I've never uh, Deadly I've Class never is never a TV show.
0: <laughs> Deadly Class was a TV show on Sci Fi question mark. Yeah, it was for Sci Fi. Mm. I think he was in this one. Yeah, he was. Okay, cool. I'm not wrong. Um, but Benedict Wong is cool. I like each time that he shows up. I hope he gets to do more. He still isn't doing a whole lot. Yeah. But I like that he is um, showing up more. And I like that he's having little steps into having more of a prominent role. Um, he basically spends the entire movie with Wanda and trying to get out of there and dealing with all that stuff. So I am curious what they'll do with him. Maybe, I know that people are just, like, saying this on the internet, but they're like, oh, give him a TV show where it's essentially Strange Academy, which is the most recent comic run, where Doctor Strange teaches an academy of, like, young sorcerers and stuff. So, like, maybe that's what Wang does. But at the same time, I'm like, he's the Sorcerer Supreme. He has other duties to be upholding. But whatever we get Benedict Wang in, I will surely enjoy it, because he's never bad in any of these roles. Or any of these movies.
1: Yeah. I feel pretty much the same. He makes all these movies a little bit better when I see him. Yeah. And he's just likable. Yeah.
0: He really is. That's really all it is. Did you... I don't know if he was, like, wearing a wig at certain points in this movie, but his hair kept
1: changing, I think. Oh, did I? I wasn't really... I never noticed there stuff were a like couple that.
0: T- there were a couple times where I'm like, your hair looks different here. Yeah. And it wasn't because of, like, oh, messiness or anything. I'm like, no, it looks like a completely different haircut <laughs> or something.
1: Yeah, I could Well you
0: were saying before the spoiler section that there was something that you didn't like. What was it?
1: So, what's your name, America Chavez?
0: America Chavez,
1: yes. She's a very fun character. I think the actress whose name I cannot remember right now is... Soshi Gomez. There you go. She is really good in the role. I think she's kind of a burst of energy in the early parts of this movie. And I think she ceases to be her own character. After about a half hour into this movie, she becomes the MacGuffin of the movie, and then she doesn't get to do anything until the very very end. That's kind of my issue is that the whole like the whole idea with her is that she's going to learn to control her powers because she can't control her power to travel through the multiverse, but they kind of abandon that once Wanda enters the fold. It just becomes about Wanda wanting her powers because you like in theory, I guess she can kill her to take her power and they don't really do anything with her as a character after that. She just becomes a plot device pretty much for Wanda. So I felt like it did a bit of disservice to her as a character once Wanda entered the fold because the first half hour of the movie or so, the opening sequence and the opening action sequence after that where she's involved, like, she's cool and fun and you get the sense that she's important but she doesn't really get her own characterization after that which I found disappointing.
0: I could see that. I've never read anything with America Chavez. See, now we're starting to get into stuff. And like before there was stuff that I didn't know about. But I had at least seen something with these characters or read, you know, a comic with these characters. Never read anything with America Chavez. So I couldn't tell you if she was done well. I know there are some people that are like, yeah, she's really good. And some people that are very upset with her characterization in the movie so that I don't know but as for her role in the movie i could i could see that argument of her just being a mcguffin it just um,
1: yeah like it just felt like they sort of abandoned that whole aspect of the character which is her learning to control her powers because it doesn't feel like she it doesn't feel like she learns to control it it feels like she flips a switch at the very end and now she can control it when the plot needs it's her a leap to of faith yeah yeah but miles also yeah. has some steps along the way where he does learn some stuff she doesn't really yeah, she's no, just that uh, she's just along for the ride not really doing anything because it's all about like stealing her and killing her and take her power and they don't really do much with her beyond that so that was disappointing yeah, because i thought she was a really good screen presence and i enjoyed her in the movie but they didn't do enough with her as an actual character i think
0: yeah it's one of those things of like they never had a moment of strange teaching her anything well, i mean he doesn't know how to time travel travel through the multiverse so it's one of those things of she's a one-of-a-kind person that wanda's the only one that technically knows how to do it um but she needs america to do it so it's yeah. it's yes it it's messy because she is one of a kind and they don't know anything about jumping in through multiverses other than it can be done yeah ish
1: it feels like, in theory, it should be almost like sort of a Mad Max thing, where in the Mad Max movies, he's always, like, the through line. He's the vessel where you see the story of the characters happening around him. It felt like Doctor Strange could have been that type of character to her, and she would have been, like, your Furiosa, for example, who the movie was really about. But they didn't really go that route with it. It was still mostly about, well, it's mostly about Wanda more than anything. And then it was about Strange, a little little less than that, and then it was America after that in terms of the actual focus they gave to characterization in this movie. I kind of wish it would have been more about her and then have everybody else sort of secondary to her because she, like, the whole movie is about her and her power. She's kind of the core of this movie. She's, in theory, the glue that holds it together, but they don't really give her enough characterization to warrant that.
0: Yeah. No, that's all fair there was one thing that I was both disappointed by and not shocked, and that was the fact that there really aren't a whole lot of multiverses in the movie called The Multiverse of Madness. There's only one you
1: spend any significant time in.
0: I say two because you do spend time with the the evil multiverse or the multiverse that got corrupted from the incursion. Fine. But at the same time, I'm like... Yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot of multiverse in this multiverse of Madness movie, which I expected when I saw the runtime was under two hours. It was like 206 or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um But I was like, A Twitter was like, Bro, it's like nothing you've seen before, bro. The multiverses <laughs> in this movie are insane. And I'm like, the 30-second clip show of them going through a multiverse before they fall. Mm-hmm. I'm like it was a cool sequence for the thirty seconds that we were there, but we never spend any significant time. Even if there was a chase scene going through different multiverses, yeah, I would accept that.
1: Like, but like, okay, there's not there. You know what? You know what they could have actually done, and I hate that I'm going to say it. Rise of Skywalker light speed skipping is a better representation of what that sequence could have been.
0: I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. Yes. Uh, we do see, we also do, we do go to Mustafar in the movie, but. Um, <laughs> in this movie. Yes, in this movie. That's they, where Godzilla they go to is. Mustafar.
1: Yeah, that's where Godzilla yes, is. Yes, that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, you didn't see him in the bottom left hand corner? Godzilla's right uh-huh. there. Yeah. We never explained why Godzilla's here. Godzilla's just there, man. He's in the bottom left hand corner of uh-huh. Mustafar. Yeah. But, um. No, they could have done something like that. It's, but it is part of that issue of. America doesn't know how to travel through the multiverse. It just happens. So it's rough. Because ultimately, you can't really do it without her knowing how to. Because Strange can open portals, but you can't jump through dimensions. And the only other thing that we've seen that might be able to do that was the door in Doctor Strange 1 where they can like change the different locations. But I don't know if that also affects the multiverse. So it's like, oof, there's really nothing for this, for the way that they told the story to allow that kind of thing to happen. But I'm like, you could have done more with the multiverses. Even, oh, even yeah. just having, like, a little bit more time in them, if you're doing the chase, do that, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you as far as that goes. Not that I expected much different. I figured, like, if they go to another multiverse that... They would sort of have one that they focused on, which is ultimately what happened. Which they did. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of I mean, it's disappointing, especially at, like given the title of the movie. But again, it's I guess not like it I expected is, any difference. So yeah. I didn't expect any difference, so I'm not mad about it. It's just like, no. Yeah. You could you could have done a little more and you didn't, but whatever.
0: You could have. Which I know that the movie had substantial rewrites and a couple reshoots. I guarantee the Illuminati stuff was a reshoot mm. that they put in there. But um no, I am kind of like ah oh, just the just a little bit more. If you added maybe like 3 minutes of a chase scene, yeah. 3 or 5 minutes of them doing a chase scene where they're going through different multiverses and stuff starts happening to their body or something say like they're in the paint universe and something happens there but then they're in a 2d world so now they have to think with 2d and they they can be like oh we're in a cartoon we can do cartoony things or take damage different ways or draw something on a if they do the classic like oh we're gonna draw a train tunnel and then we're gonna go through it which leads them into another multiverse like something like that (laughs) i would have been fine with and i wouldn't have harped on it so much but there wasn't in my opinion, a scene that was as a magic scene as cool as that chase scene in the first one when all the buildings and stuff were bending and they're manipulating the the like train stairs and all those things around them before we get the reveal for uh the ancient one. yeah, I didn't see anything like that, but there were cool magic scenes in here and I did like their representation of magic especially that music battle at the end oh yeah the music battle I'm like that was cool yeah I'm like that's a cool way to do it good thank you for doing something that's like okay here's our representation of magic through music because in that they could have just done a hand-to-hand combat scene but i like that they use piano notes to represent different things and the way the score would change with them depending on uh-huh. who it was like i'm very glad that it was more bombastic quote-unquote it just felt more imaginative quote-unquote instead of just oh inception which i like inception i like the the representation of magic in there but i felt like they relied too much on hand-to-hand close-range stuff whereas here they were using more like uh, the scene at the very beginning with the octopus we see the razor going through like the train the bus um we're seeing them cut off limbs differently using different kind of weapons and stuff so i enjoyed or going through different puddles and things like that. Trying to get into a barrier by going through someone's mind to break it. I thought that was cool. I So I liked the way that magic was used here. Um, it's different than the first one, which is cool. And yeah. I like that it was a Sam Raimi touch to it.
1: Yeah, and I saw, I don't remember where I saw it or where I heard it, but there was, I think Ra- Raimi was talking about how he didn't feel that there was a good visual representation of magic to this point with the character and so that mm. that was sort of probably him and danny elfman working together was sort of where the idea for the musical fight scene came from
0: but like apparently danny elfman directed that scene
1: oh okay yeah yeah i, I remember hearing that, that now. that's
0: what i've that's what i've heard yeah is that he directed that one which makes sense i mean it's music i'm and it's his score so i'm sure yeah. that he knew what he wanted which was
1: cool it it was directed cool mm-hmm. yeah no it was it was cool it was a standout sequence in the movie and it segued into the third act where uh it was sort of a clumsy plant in the first 20 minutes when he just buries his uh dead uh, strange berries his, his dead carcass from another universe his dead just thought, yeah. just on a rooftop uh it was like oh i bet that's not going to come back into play and then he gets to possess it using the dark hold in the third act which Dream. is very very fun i i love that like that's the closest it gets to horror in terms of iconography because it has Has him talking, looking like a zombie, and it has all those spirits that he has to use to fly over to Wanda. I like like that shot
0: of them, like, as a cape, as he's doing it. Yeah. And I and people are like, oh my god, the makeup is so bad. I'm like, I don't care. No, I really don't care. Like, you can look past the makeup if you're invested in the story, and I was. It didn't take me out. I looked at it, and I was like, oh, that's makeup, all right. But at the same time, I'm like, it's cheesy, B-horror, practical effect. I'm fine with it. I don't care.
1: It's got personality and life to it.
0: Yes, I, I looked at it. and I'm like, oh yeah, Raymond would do something like that. Yeah,
1: so it made for a fun third act, sort of unconventional. Like I think what Wangers were talking about the other the other night, but like how he has to deliver a heartfelt monologue, looking like that and doing his silly voice. Well, yeah. yeah, like it's funny. It you know makes the moments not hit quite like they should, but again, it's it's yeah. a fun inclusion. It gives that third act more personality than it would have had otherwise. It would have just been a conventional Marvel third act otherwise.
0: Have Doctor Strange have the best third acts as of late?
1: You mean as of late, as in the two movies he's done in six years? <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't, I don't really like. It's fine. The first movie's third act. I don't really care for it either way. Like it, the action scene before Dormammu isn't particularly compelling, and the Dormammu, yeah. the Dormammu stuff is clever, but it's also a weird way to end a movie.
0: I kind of like the fact that the way that Doctor Strange one ends. Yeah, I, I would.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would say it's like one of the best third acts in the entire series, but like it's cool and clever to do once at least.
0: I guess what it is is that like these are the two that stand out the most to me as yeah. of late. Like, Infinity War's cool, but that's a big, like, event one. Yeah. Endgame 1 is cool, but that's, like, a big event. Like, oh, you've had this much invested into it.
1: Uh, They can't top for Black me, Widow when Florence says two. this was fun, though. God, that's, that's still the best third act so of any bad. movie, I'm sure.
0: I don't know. I feel like these ones focus way more... Like, the Doctor Strange third acts focus more on completing a character arc. Yeah. Whereas I feel the other ones are so much more of just, all right, here's big explosion thing that happens here, and then boom, movie done, they good guy now.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like these ones
0: focus way more on, we're going to complete a character arc, and we're not going to have a big bombastic final, like, third act. It's going to be a lot more... Pers- not not like personal but character focused character driven yeah. third act rather than an action or set piece driven third act so i I guess that's what it is for me is that I appreciate those kinds of I appreciate when they end like that
1: yeah I do like it in that sense it's sort of it's all revolving around tying up what's been going on with the three main characters even though it's lacking in some areas but all in all it's about resolving the stuff that happens with those three so in that sense yeah, I do appreciate which I can appreciate it. yeah. And then after that, the movie the movie wraps up with a little cliffhanger that they immediately resolve, which was kind of funny.
0: Do you want to talk, uh, we'll talk I about that?
1: Good.
0: All right. So in the movie Evil Doctor Strange, which is not, I guess, the what if Doctor Strange, which is kind of weird, but okay, whatever. Just make it the what if Doctor Strange. I don't care. I hate what if. Um Okay. But Eva dr strange says like oh yeah the dark hole is going to take a toll out of you and then he shows up the third eye which in the comics the third eye isn't necessarily an evil thing it's just an evolution of your power set so well the movie ends after dr strange has used the dark hole to do dreamwalking to take over the zombie body and then get the other demons to become a zombie cape and then tell america to say believe in yourself and then she tells wanda hey look at what you're doing to the other people and then wanda dies um supposedly but after all that stuff happens uh dr strange is like walking and throughout the entire movie they're asking him are you happy which i thought was I'm like ah, oh, cool we're getting essential with this but um He's walking outside and he's happy, joyful. He's wearing a cardigan. And then he just sort of stops in the middle of the street because the third eye appears. He screams and then it cuts to credits. Uh-huh. And then we get the post-credits scene.
1: Mid-credit Doctor Strange
0: scene. is walking. Mid-credits scene. Um, He's walking, all right? And then some girl, we hear the voice say like, hey, something about something. I don't remember what it was. You get a look at it, and it's Charlize Theron. She's playing Clea now. Clea is Doctor Strange's wife. Um, in the comics, she's also the current Sorcerer Supreme, if I'm not mistaken, or she has been Sorcerer Supreme in the past. Um, but she has now been introduced, played by Charlize Theron, and she opens sort of a rip, kind of Bioshock Infinite style. She opens up a rip in the street, and we see the dark dimension, which is where Dormammu
1: was in I was the gonna first. Say, I, I thought I saw Dormammu there.
0: I don't know if I saw Dormammu, but I know it was the Dark Dimension. Yeah, I recognize Um, the aesthetic. Yes. So, she opens up a portal to the Dark Dimension, and we see Strange, like, just open up his third eye and say, like, I'm ready. So, the way that I'm interpreting it is that the third eye is just the eye of Agamotto, and it's increased his power set. And that's what- and it won't have the Time Stone, obviously. Right? No, Time Stone got put back where did he no, get what did to? they do with the stones? Oh, I don't remember. They got put back to, they got put back. Oh my god, timelines. Anyways, he put it them got all back where they were supposed back. to
1: go, but I don't remember where it was supposed to go.
0: Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> this timelines version of the stones have been destroyed because when you oh, right. return the stones back in time, that timeline continues to go in its fine direction but this timeline has gone in its own so by using the stones and then returning them they're as if they are still destroyed yes god i
1: hate timelines. in this timeline thanos used the stones to destroy the stones
0: stones to destroy the stones so they had to retrieve them all from other
1: timelines and they put them all back in those timelines to prevent those timelines from branching out yes there we go we got it
0: that's exactly what happened. And also, there's a difference between timelines and multiverses, and it's really stupid because, anyways, I hate timelines and multiverses <laughs> now. Um, but anyways, it seems like he has a handle on it now, which, I mean, it's like an upgrade. It's as if you're going from Super Saiyan 1 to Super Saiyan 2, and then you go from Super Saiyan 2 to Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. So, it's not really an evil thing.
1: Yeah, it was just what I'm trying to get out. It was just funny because you end a movie like that with with some horror you some immediately... horror imagery of like the evilest version of this character we know has a third eye earlier. And now he has it. It's a creepy visual and he screams because like he's panicking in that moment and then it's resolved. Before he can even explore it at all. It seems like he can control it and he's fine. Yeah. At least like just wait for the next movie to do that. Like it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, can, like, it's really not. like Does it? You could. I guess. I guess it and does matter of... because they'll, he'll need to have already be able to control it when if they pick that next movie up right where this one ends with, or at least right where the post credit scene ends because he walks right through with her. I guess. Now, they
0: Hear me out. Oh boy. We got a Doctor Strange TV show where he's trying to control the eye, and that's how you need to get the character development from that. To the next Doctor Strange movie. Okay. It was just funny. No. Yeah, it was just funny. It doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Is the Twitch acting weird? Mine's fine. Okay and so it's just mine, which is perfectly fine. Yeah. Harley says they really came up with an ab- with, with an absurdly convoluted time travel logic in the same movie they made fun of other movies' time travel logic. They 100% did, which is why I was worried about time travel and multiverses coming to anything related to comics, because comics are already convoluted. Now you do doing multiverses and time travel, and you jump the shark, which is why I still think that they should have just stopped with Endgame.
1: It was never going to happen, sadly.
0: It was never going to happen. Yeah. But they should have stopped with Endgame. Wait a solid 10-15 years. And then started up. Yep.
1: Didn't happen. We're stuck think, with this.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, this is fine. But at the same time, it's not really hitting the same way the first three phases did. Yeah. Which seems to be a common thing for a lot of people. So I think everyone is experiencing the same thing of... Did we actually want this to keep going? Or has the hubris finally got to them?
1: Yeah, everyone's still watching it, though. Well, not everyone. I'm not watching everything.
0: But yeah, but they're still getting big numbers. But the last year of them have been really mixed. So uh it is what it is. Yeah. Ultimately, I had fun with the movie. We got this done within 45 minutes.
1: Wow. Look at us. I had said like earlier this week. I was in a really bad mood, and I was like, "I do not want to talk about this movie for two hours." I've just been got it done in forty five. Yeah, like I've just been less inclined to talk about movies lately for whatever reason. Just have not had the have not. Dexter, I will let you out in a minute, dude. Sorry about that. Uh, (laughs) I have not had the energy to discuss movies that much lately. But this was fun. No,
0: this was fun. Exactly. All right, you go let out Dexter. I'm gonna talk about why I think Godzilla looks pregnant, guys. Okay. Godzilla out here looking like a Russian nesting doll. He's got like the little, he's got like the little thinner top at the at the top, and then he just goes completely wide at the bottom. You know what he looks like? He looks like the character Flats from SpongeBob, the guy that's like, "I'm gonna beat you up," and he says, like, "I'm gonna kick your butt." He says something like that. But his name is Flats, and he goes to school with SpongeBob and he just he kind of looks like flats in this photo uh in the thumbnail when nick sent it over i'm like why is godzilla so thick apparently that's how he looks in these movies which i always thought he looked fine but looking at this uh profile shot of him i'm like ooh, he do be looking a bit thick gotta lay off the uh gotta lay off the people godzilla you're eating too many of them looks like the weight got to him i think we need to put him on weight watchers I think by then, if we by the time we get to Godzilla vs. Kong 2, he'll be a little bit thinner. So that was my analysis of Godzilla being thick. But outside of that, do you guys have any comments or questions you want for us to answer or address? Also, hi Richard. Da-da-da. Oh, I watched Moana. Yeah, I rewatched Moana. Um, I was kind of board one night. So I was like, I wanna I wanna I wanna watch some Moana. I think the movie still holds up. I think it's very good. I think Lin Man did a good job with the music. Obviously I'm not um a Pacific Islander, so I'm not gonna speak about any of the representation or cultural significance there. But from a story standpoint, I liked it. I like the animation. I still think it's beautiful animated water. Um not as beautiful as avatar 2 i think avatar 2 looks amazing which i never thought was going to be an issue but we'll see what happens when we get like a story trailer for avatar oh we didn't talk about gotham knights Mm, gotham knights looked okay red hood looked really clunky a lot of the combat looked clunky in my opinion compared to like arkham knight which is really weird so that comes out in october so we'll see what that goes We still don't have anything for God of War. So I am more and more convinced that the game is getting delayed. Especially since Corey Barlock came out and said, Listen, we want to show you guys stuff, but it's not ready. So when we have stuff to show, we will do it. And we still haven't seen anything. So June would be the best time to show it because Summer Games Fest. And then if Sony's going to do their own direct, then they'll do that. But yeah, I haven't seen anything from Gotham Knights. We haven't seen anything from Midnight Suns either, which I'm not super surprised by because we did get a lot of gameplay early last year. So June will probably be the next time we see that Summer's Games Fest. But man, Starfield getting delayed—that one, that one hurt. Ultimately, I want it to be a good game, so I'm glad that they're taking the time to delay it. Um, but there really isn't a whole lot for the last half of the year for me to be excited for movie wise and video game wise there really is kind of nothing i mean
1: there's a couple things i'm but... back by the way oh welcome back hi yeah our ac i don't think is actually fixed ooh dang that's sad so i had to mess with a couple things um okay anyway what were we talking about
0: um i went from godzilla being thick to me watching moana I then talked about Gotham Knights and video game delays, and then I was talking a little bit about
1: Starfield. Yeah. Okay. So, all so st- that's all. All the stuff you forgot to talk about earlier.
0: Yeah, I just did kind of a rapid fire yeah. for them.
1: Should we talk about why we did this Godzilla reference? No. Okay. <laughs> it's better that way. Never address it. Yeah. If you're in Safari Zone, we we explained it yesterday.
0: Yeah. Harley says, I mean, let's be honest, it's going to be Bethesda buggy no matter what. I saw that as someone who's very much looking forward. I still think it'll be buggy. I'm just hoping, and he says, he says that as someone who's very much looking forward to it. Yeah. I am also very much looking forward to it. I know Bethesda's track record, and I say this as someone who knows that it'll still probably be buggy, but as someone who's hopeful that they're going to take the time and be like, let's make it as little buggy as possible. I can be hopeful that Bethesda can change.
1: If it doesn't freeze at least once for me, I'll be like, hashtag not my Bethesda. That's what I say. <laughs> I've <laughs> got to have, have
0: 16 times the detail, then it's not your <laughs> Bethesda.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game, like just kind of as I enjoyed that type of open world game. So I'm sure I will enjoy it. It doesn't. Yeah, doesn't make me sad that it got delayed, like maybe in the sense that, no, oh, that's something I will be able to play this holiday season because I don't. Yeah, Yeah. you mentioned that. That's what I mean by sad. Yeah, movies and games are somewhat scarce the rest of the year in terms of stuff that we're interested Mm. in at least. But I mean, so in that sense, it's disappointing, but I'll live. I'll be fine. I can wait a few months.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, it's sad in that I was looking forward to playing it. And there's kind of not a big hitter for the rest of the year. I mean, Forspoken might be mine. That might be my big hitter for the last half of the year. Yeah, yeah, probably. And I still don't even know if I'll actually be able to play that. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. like at We'll least
0: see.
1: Usually there's, I mean, there's a handful of Switch games that I've gotten and, and will get this year. But the big Nintendo hitter yeah. is going to be the new Pokemon, which I don't care about. So in that, usually that and like.
0: Splatoon. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Splatoon in September will be fun. But other than that, usually there's a big Nintendo game for me to look forward to. I don't have that this year. And Xbox side of things seems fairly slim. Definitely not as packed as yeah. last year, because last year had like four or five great games in the last half of the year.
0: Yeah. On the Xbox. Which is so like funny seeing people since the release and this isn't me being Xbox defensive. I'm just saying it's someone he goes. who spends a lot of time on Twitter. But it's really funny when everyone's like, Oh my god, Xbox has no games, Xbox doesn't uh they're they're slacking again and i'm like did you guys see last year for playstation it was also very lacking and this year is still lacking for playstation like both of them are having issues and nintendo all three of them are having issues getting games out right now it's not just one company everywhere is having issues books are having issues my my board game it's having issues getting released movies having to get pushed back or reshot or closed because of the pandemic. And now they're trying to find a way to come out. It's not just one company. Everyone is being affected by this right now. Yeah. So it's just one of those things of like, uh, y'all really just don't like Xbox, which is fine, but don't try to act like PlayStation has a whole lot of things to look forward to for the rest of the year. Cause we still don't have a release date for God of War uh i was about to say forza gran turismo came out and that was very bad according to some people last game we had was horizon but that got overshadowed by elden ring so it's been rough for playstation as well and they have less consoles being shipped because they can't get them out like the chips are still affecting them yeah ultimately my point is everyone is having a hard time right now
1: Yeah, I don't have anything to add as far as that goes. Yeah.
0: Just sucks. It's for spoken or whatever you said the alternate reality fantasy game? Yes. It's the one where you can, like, control the elements and you, you're like modern day, but you go through a portal or something and you end up in medieval times and you gain these magical powers. And it's kind of like Control meets Avatar The Last Airbender in a medieval time is the way that I've been explaining it. Looks cool. Anyways, Nick, promote what you want to promote. Uh... Ah, dang it, Leah just got here. Great Hi, timing, Leah. Leah.
1: We're about to say goodbye, oh, Leah. Oh!
0: Oh! Hold on, while why Leah's here. Guys, My Chemical Romance released a new song yesterday, and uh, Death Deathcap for Cutie also released a new song last week, or, you know, this past week that we're still in. And Kendrick Lamar released his album. So it has been a very good week for music. And After Laughter turned five years old this year. Which is a very good Paramore album that people hate. And I get some of it. But at the same time, I'm like, it's very good. But guys, My Chem is back. The first song in eight years. It is so weird (laughs) to kind of be in this position. But yeah. And yes, Death Cab is releasing a whole album. I think in like June or July, something like that, um, I know that they're going on tour, and my friend, who's in C- my friend who's going to be in Washington wanted to go see them, but they're not even going to Washington, which is weird, because that's where they're from, so it's, it's weird, but this was a very good week for music, so if you are a music lover, I suggest, you know, checking those things out, I'm sure you've also, um, I'm sure you've also seen and listen to all those things but if you uh if you haven't make sure you do that this will be three weeks old by the time it gets uploaded but um
1: it'll be on the podcast feed in a day or two
0: probably yeah richard says and that permore album has uh some bangers yes guys make sure you go listen to nick's halo analysis it's very well done All of our links and stuff will be down in the description, so make sure you go do that. Listen to all those feeds and stuff that we do. Listen to our commentaries that we get out, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.